Welcome to Creative Biolabs, we offer custom contract research services and products, covering the entire process of CAR T-cell therapy development. In this brand new podcast series, we will show you everything you want to know about CAR T-therapy, including the mechanism, current applications, technology limitations, and potential strategies. Hope you will enjoy it. Dear friends in the audience, you are welcome to listen to our program on time every Saturday night. The guest today is our old friend, Dr. William Smith, the journal editor in the field of immunotherapy. Would you say hello to our audience, Dr. William? Good evening, all dear followers of this podcast. Good evening, Beth. It is quite nice to see you again. Thank you for your invitation. I'm very excited to be here. As we said in our last episode, acute lymphoblastic leukemia is one of the most common cancers in children. CAR T-cell immunotherapy is currently considered the best way to treat relapsed acute lymphoblastic leukemia in children. While, in the field of adult leukemias, interest in immunotherapy has been driven by the limitations of currently available therapies that usually fail to induce durable remissions in patients with relapsed and refractory leukemia. Today, Dr. William will take us through a review of clinical outcomes in adult leukemia patients treated with CAR T-cells, toxicities associated with CAR T-cell administration, current challenges limiting the efficacy, and future research directions, including novel targets and enhancements to improve antileukemic activity. Why don't we start by understanding the current dilemma facing the treatment of leukemias in adults? That's exactly what I was thinking. In recent decades, an increasing number of children and young adults with B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia have achieved long-term overall survival. However, most adults diagnosed with B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia continue to experience relapses. And, when treated with standard salvage chemotherapy, adults with relapsed or refractory B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia continue to have a poor prognosis. The natural history of chronic lymphocytic leukemia is more heterogeneous with a proportion of patients never needing therapy. However, some patients continue to have a conservative prognosis when treated with standard treatment regimens. These patients may exhibit unfavorable cytogenetic or molecular features or suffer from persistent or recurrent disease after initial purine analog-based therapy. With the development of oral molecular targeted therapies, patients with newly diagnosed or relapsed chronic lymphocytic leukemia have been offered highly effective treatments. However, such therapies cannot determine the required duration of treatment and are limited by toxicity or the development of resistance in some patients. In the previous episode, we discussed the rationale for specifically targeting CD19 in B-cell malignancies. Maybe you can briefly review some of the main points? Yeah. CD19 is a glycoprotein that is exposed on the surface of B-cells from early development until differentiation into plasma cells. It represents a component of the cell surface signal transduction complex that positively regulates signal transduction through the B-cell receptor. In addition, CD19 is almost universally expressed in B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, and hairy cell leukemia, but not in normal tissues other than B-cells. Most importantly, some early data has demonstrated that CAR-modified T-cells targeting CD19 can induce meaningful responses in patients with relapsed or chemotherapy-refractory B-cell leukemia. To date, there are many strategies to treat adults with relapsed or refractory B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia, 
with CD19-targeted CAR T-cells. What are the major differences between these strategies? These major differences include the use of autologous T-cells versus allogeneic T-cells for genetic modification, as well as different transduction methods, co-stimulatory domains, lymphodepleting chemotherapy regimens, CAR T-cell doses, and CAR T-cell product composition. For example, one research team has reported for the first time the efficacy of CD19-targeted CAR T-cells integrating the CD28 co-stimulatory domain to produce durable molecular remission in five adults with recurrent acute lymphoblastic leukemia. And the largest series of adults with acute lymphoblastic leukemia treated with CD19-targeted CAR T-cells also have been reported. Researchers from another team also reported mature results from their CD19-targeted CAR T-cell phase I trial in 30 adults with relapsed or refractory B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia. Their regimen used lentiviral transduction and a CD19-targeted CAR with a 4-1-BB co-stimulatory domain rather than the CD28-1. On the other hand, most studies to date for CD19-targeted CAR T-cell therapy have used autologous T-cells. Unusually, some researchers have also investigated the use of allogeneic CAR T-cell products in patients with progressive B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia or other B-cell malignancies post-allogeneic hematopoietic cell transplantation. They modified T-cells from related or unrelated donors for allogeneic hematopoietic cell transplantation in patients to express CD19-targeted CAR incorporating a CD28 co-stimulatory domain. Thanks for your explanation, Dr. Smith. Then, could you tell us something about the major toxicities observed to date in CD19-targeted CAR T-cells? These include cytokine release syndrome, a range of neurologic toxicities, and the on-target or off-tumor effect of B-cell aplasia. As we mentioned previously, cytokine release syndrome is widely considered to be a systemic inflammatory response within hours to days after CAR T-cell infusion, characterized by fevers, myalgias, and malaise. In more severe cases, patients present with capillary leak syndrome with hypotension, hypoxia, and, more rarely, acute kidney injury and coagulopathy. Typically, cytokine release syndrome occurs in an environment of rapid CAR T-cell activation and expansion, as well as significantly elevated pro-inflammatory cytokines. Using the interleukin-6 receptor inhibitor, tocilizumab, could treat severe cytokine release syndrome and lymphotoxin corticosteroids can be added if symptoms persist. The incidence and severity of severe cytokine release syndrome in adult B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia patients treated with CAR T-cells may correlate with the underlying disease burden and CAR T-cell dose. Research shows that CD19-targeted CAR T-cells are less effective in chronic lymphocytic leukemia. What's the reason for this? Compared with B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia, the more modest clinical efficacy observed with CD19-targeted CAR T-cells in chronic lymphocytic leukemia may be partially related to the hostile tumor microenvironment. Chronic lymphocytic leukemia cells can escape elimination by the endogenous immune system using a variety of mechanisms. For example, they can upregulate the inhibitory ligands inducing impairment of T-cell immune synapses, or they can produce soluble plasma factors leading to suppression of natural killer cytotoxicity. Moreover, they release exosomes to promote a tumor-associated fibroblast phenotype in stromal cells and support leukemia maintenance. 
So, what else needs to be considered to optimize CAR T-cell therapeutics in adult leukemia? The management after CAR T-cell therapy is noteworthy. A better understanding of pathogenesis, optimal management of treatment-related neurologic toxicity, and prevention and management of refractory cytokine release syndrome are included among the challenges faced with this therapy. There is also a need to determine the optimal consolidation strategy for B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia patients who obtain minimal residual disease-negative complete remission as well as to deal with escape variants and the loss of target tumor-associated antigens in case of relapse. Overall, CD19-targeted CAR-modified T-cells have become one of the most effective available therapies for the treatment of relapsed or refractory B-cell acute lymphoblastic leukemia in adults. Regardless, CAR T-cell therapy remains a new and evolving approach for treating refractory adult leukemia. Further review of the mature data is needed to draw firm conclusions about the best treatment strategy. High minimal residual disease-negative complete remission rates are currently observed in multiple reports, despite differences in treatment strategies, including CAR design, lymphodepleting chemotherapy, CAR T-cell dosing, and more. To date, a wide range of clinically relevant research topics have demonstrated the importance of custimulation and adequate lymphodepletion in promoting the persistence and expansion of CAR T-cells. Well, so much for today. Thanks for your sharing Dr. Smith, and it was nice talking to you. Hope the audience find the talk informative and have a great day to you all. Thank you very much. Same to you.